welcome to my page. Welcome to this moment. I am going to actually put headphones in for you. I was listening to this show on Anchor. I'm on anchor.com, which then like streams me to Spotify and iTunes and like SoundCloud. And anyway, I could do a better job with the sound. Hi, Aurelia. Nice to see you. I'm going to just put headphones in while I'm saying hi. Hi, Aisha Ghoul. You were just on the other call I was on. Nice to see you. Oh my goodness, y'all. Holy intense day, Batman. Hi, Mirjana. Hi, Maxie. Nice to see you guys. I was just on another call, so forgive me while I sort of get ready and chat with you at the same time. <laughs> hi. <laughs> hey, Kim. Yeah, I'm doing this amazing, um, I'm doing an actualization class in Greece and Harris Omanovich and Anna Omanovich are also facilitating some classes down there. It's 14, 15 straight days of classes on the island of Crete um, in October. So we are doing this free call series called Choice Creates and I was just on that. So anyway, hi, hey Patty, hi Maruna, cool. Well. So I called this week's episode, I always have to look because I can't remember, I'm so clever. I call this week's episode, what would you really like to have as your life and are you including that? And so this week for me is business coaching week in Crystal Crawford land. I am on a mission to find the people that are asking for a business coach because I'm filling up uh, my own roster. I love, I love coaching people that do business. It's like my favorite thing. And the coolest thing about being a facilitator is that I have the best tools in the world to coach with and I'm constantly using them myself. So for me, um, business is like, <laughs> for me talking about business is like talking, is like breathing. Um, and creating a business is like breathing and one of my favorite things to do. So so I, I thought, you know, what is the thing that I can talk about today that would let us, you and I, have a conversation around, you know, what, what keeps businesses from actually being great or, you know, keeps things smaller. And what I've really noticed, because I, I mean, I, I do a lot of this. I have a group called Actualize Business that's basically a group coaching program. And so I do a lot of, I, I have a lot of conversations. And the thing I see more than anything else, hi, Lorena, is... Um, when anybody is struggling with money or you know their revenue and their business being low or not enough people in their classes is they're they're not clear on what they'd like to have as their life and i mean this from like a completely pragmatic point of view like actually looking at the numbers that it takes to run your life and beginning to ask for that and be with that and create that thank you patty um so what would you really like to have as your life and do you include that? Now, I was just on a call called Choice Creates. They were doing three calls on this topic. And it is interesting because when you start to talk about what you would like to have as your life, a lot of us go into this really blank space. Like, uh, like I don't know. Like, and I get it. Trust me. Like, I go through these phases all the time where I am completely new and I have no idea like who I am anymore, how things actually function. Very recently, like four days ago, I actually cleared an entity from, I cleared my mom from my body. And if you guys ever want to, I probably will tell that story very shortly. My mom was in my body. I was being my mom. Not only just being my mom, I was being my mom. 
realized she was in my body, cleared her, my body instantly changed shape overnight. Every way that I was being with men and sex and money totally changed. Um, so for the last four days, I've had to like be in this intense conversation with myself of like, well, how does this work now? How, what do I want to have as my life now as me? But it doesn't really matter if what you've done is clear your mom from your body or what you've done is take a series of access classes or what you've done is make a new demand of yourself. Like it doesn't matter what the thing is that's created that space and that change. Uh, we get there, we get to these new spaces. And so this, what would I really like to have as my life is an ongoing conversation. It's not a one-time thing where you like decide what you'd like to have as your life and you go after that as a goal and then you finally get there and then you stop. It's a, it's, a, it's a constant engagement with creation. So what I find personally is that because I'm in the business of change or I'm just me and I end up making all these choices and I choose more than I've ever chosen before and I go farther than I've ever gone before, I have to constantly be looking at this and the numbers that go with it. <laughs> So for example, if what I want to have as my life is go to Europe for six weeks, which I'm about to do, by the way, next week I get on a plane and I fly to Italy, then I fly to France, and then I'm going to London, and then I'm going to Greece, and then I'm going to Turkey, and then I'm going home. So I'm having that as my life. I'm going to be facilitating some classes along the way. But in this 10 seconds, you know, I am choosing that as my life. So there's, uh, there's numbers approach, you know, there's numbers attached to that. Like I require money to book Airbnbs. And then depending on where I want to stay, I require that money. And, you know, and then I require money for trains and planes and automobiles and food. And so what I would like to have as my life has all of this practical shit to it. You know, it has numbers attached to it. It's got um, time frames attached to it. It's got, I'm, I, there's less time spent in front of a computer, for example. Um, Yes, it's a stopover in Turkey for like three days. I will have to talk to you about that. Hi, Marie Jose. Nice to see you. And that's the part that I find a lot of us don't get clear on. And I actually created the other day, if you go to crystaljoycrawford.com slash 40K, F-O-R-T-Y-K, crystaljoycrawford.com slash 40K, you're going to find there a Google Doc I put together of how to create $40,000 in a month with ease. Because what's been happening is I've been choosing to travel all over and choosing to go everywhere and choosing all these things and what's required is a bunch of money. And so I've had to step up my awareness of that and also what it is that I'm creating to be able to support my choices. Now what's interesting about all this and what I'm not giving a lot of voice to is that once you step up and you choose this, the universe also supports you. You're not in it by yourself. But that choice to have what you'd like to have as your life is the choice that allows the universe to contribute ideas, the universe to contribute money. And, and one of the things Gary Douglas says is in this reality, you've got to do something in order for people to give you money. So if you're not clear on what the money's required, hello, my sweet, hi, Renata. Renata, 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 hi, Hannah. If you're not clear on what's required to even ask for, what's required to choose, what, um, it does work actually, because I've had 40 people sign up. So try to get crystaljoycrawford.com, F-O-R-T-Y, or try F-O-R, two seconds. Yep, F-O-R-T-Y-K. Um, if you're not clear on what you need, then you can't ask for it and you can't choose it. So my curiosity is like, 
have you, have you gotten clear on what you require? Thing number one. Thing number two, have you gotten clear on only what you require? Have you actually included in what your numbers are, not just what you think you need, but what it would take to actually live? Now, this requires another exploration of what is living for you. I'll give you, a, I'll tell you a little bit of a story around this. So I started this traveling vagabond gypsyish lifestyle when I found Access Consciousness. And of course, you know, I became a certified facilitator. And so to become a certified facilitator, you have to start traveling to all these classes. That was really my first adventure into traveling as much as I do. Um, hi, Maya. Hi, Ulrike. So I started to get to see what it was like what, what it was like to travel, number one, and then all the different ways that you could actually travel, right? So you could travel, um, you could stay in a hostel, you could stay in a five-star hotel, you could fly economy, you could fly business class, you could fly, right? There was all these different ways of whatever, living. And I had grown up in a reality where um, we didn't have a lot of money for food, and my mom would take us in the car through the drive through to a place called Taco Bell, which is one of my favorite fast food restaurants of all time still to this day. Um, but it was her favorite because she could feed us all. We were allowed to get two things from the dollar menu, which would fill you up. So we, got, we were allowed to get two things from the dollar menu, which meant she spent $2 per child. There was five of us. There was a lot of kids. And we would get a big thing of pop soda, and there was unlimited refills on that. So we would have $2 items and unlimited refills on this big soda. So my reality growing up was not a reality of like, oh yeah, order from whatever menu you want, just get whatever you want, it's on me. My reality was like, you're allowed two things off the dollar menu. So when I started traveling um, and I started like, you know, creating these numbers for what it would take to travel, I literally only included the cost of the plane ticket you know, the cost of the hotel, the cost of the class, and then maybe like, I don't know, $50. I don't even think it was that much. 20, I don't even think I, I don't even think I remembered that I was going to eat while I was out. So I would go on these trips and everyone else would be like drinking and, you know, eating these fancy things. And I'm like, I hope I have enough for breakfast, <laughs> you know? So I didn't, I, I didn't create, so the money was always tight. And I remember, and, but I kept traveling and I kept doing this thing. So it finally occurred to me one day that my life and living now included traveling and how the question entered my awareness of like, how would I like to travel? And I, I remember the moment where I was like, I am never traveling to another class where I don't have plenty of money for whatever it is I want to do on that trip. So I looked at what it would take to live while I was traveling, how much money would be actually required to ask for and choose to, to live while traveling, to live while being at home, to live wherever I was. And it was, of course, way more because living for me is like having the available resources to eat wherever I want to eat, whenever I want to eat there, um, you know, take as many Ubers as I want, not have to be dependent on any and not have to be dependent on any one choice because money that's living. That's a piece of living for me. So that meant I had to up my demand of myself. Hi, Stacy. Hi, Heather. Hi, Michael. I had to change something. I had to get more present with what it really was for me. I had to stop judging it and just get present with it. And so that demand for living in a certain way has, has done almost everything in the way of creating my business. Because right, my business for me is one of the primary sources of income. 
So that was thing number one that I did to, to do. But I did another thing that created even more. And that was, I read this book called, so that we're going to kind of leave this over here in its own little like bubble of, you got to get clear on what it actually takes to live. Okay. Thing number two, you got to get clear on how you want to run your business, what you want to create in the world with and as your business. So I read this book called Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. I highly recommend it to anybody that has a business. And he's, a, he's an accountant and, he realized, and, an, and an entrepreneur. And he realized he was having the same kind of problems every single month as an entrepreneur. You know, he was always short money. He never actually felt like he was getting ahead. Even if his revenue three times or five times, he just always felt the same way. And he realized that if he was ever going to feel any different about his business, he had to put some different systems in place. And so the book is brilliant because he talks about his story, which kind of gives you the, the background of it. But he also then gives you what he chose, the systems that he put in place. And he tells you why. And the reason the book is called Profit First is because he said 90 some crazy percentage of businesses, 95% or whatever of businesses never, ever take a profit. In fact, most of us don't actually ever run our businesses like businesses. And so, you know, my business when at the time of reading this book was really an epic hand to mouth. It was like, well, when money came in, I just put it wherever it was required. And then I was always kind of scrambling for money. I didn't have any systems in place that supported, except for my 10% account. I didn't really have any systems in place that supported having money, that sense of having money supported, you know. So anyway, so I'm reading this book, and so he talks about, in this book, of actually putting, bringing in money, a chunk of whatever, 100 bucks, let's say it's a session, 150 bucks, and taking a percentage of that and putting it in what he calls a profit account, which is an account where you start with like 1% of your revenue, and then you up to 5%, and then you up, and eventually he says get it to 10%. But the purpose of that account is to have money, but then every, every three months to spend it, to actually celebrate what you've created. And that's not the only account. He actually takes you through like how to set up a bunch of different accounts so that every time you receive revenue, money, you're putting it to profit, you're putting it to 10%, you're putting it into your account, you're putting it into operating expenses, all these different ways of setting up your, your systems so that you're actually honoring you and supporting the growth of the business. So when I read this book, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do this. And then I looked at setting up the systems. It was this big ordeal, but I did it. It, it took me probably a month to finagle and wrangle. And, and I'm still, you know, it's an ongoing process. But I tell you that to say that I set up, I played with different ways of setting up how I handle money when it first comes in. So like when you guys buy a class from me, I handle money in this way, basically. And I, I take... 10% off the top and I put it to the business 10% account. I never touch that. I take 30% of it and I pay the people that work for me. And then out of that 60%, I pay myself, operating expenses, travel, um, mm, the, pro um, the tax account. And I'm being as open with this with you because what I, I'm telling you this because when I first set that system up, I was freaking out. Because before I set the system up, 100% of what came in was basically mine, and I just sort of wrangled it and paid people as I could, and it was really out of control. But, but now what I do is I actually honor the business first, and I really honor the people that work for me, and then I pay myself. I tried paying myself first. I tried, like, because somebody said, no, 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 that's bad. You get that backwards. you got to pay yourself first. I tried, like, putting myself, you know, off the very top. I pay myself first, and it didn't make me happier. 
So what that means is that for me personally to get a number of like what I want to create as my, what I want to have as my life, let's say costs, I don't even know, $20,000 next month. Like I'm traveling everywhere. I need all this money for travel, blah, 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 right? Well, for me personally to have that money, the business actually has to generate almost double that which means everybody's having more. The world is having more consciousness. My staff is making more money. My 10% is making more money. My tax percent, the government's making more money. Like for me to have what I'd like to have as my life, everybody gets to have more. And that was when I, it was like I stumbled on the holy grail of what works for me in terms of what it takes to inspire me to create more in my business. And that's the only thing that's really required for business in this reality, in, in reality, is for you to be inspired. So what is it that's going to inspire you to create what you'd like to have as living? You know, money as a motivator doesn't work for people like us. We're not motivated by money. We're motivated by other things that then result in money. So... In the creation of business, and the creation of money, you have to be willing to trick yourselves and you sort of have to go on an adventure of what it is that tricks you into something greater. This discovery of profit first and the discovery of how I could set up my financial systems in a way that actually motivated and inspired me was sort of accidental. I didn't know that paying me less <laughs> would motivate me to create more, but it did. So fuck it, I left it there. And so now, like now when my demand personally goes up, that means everything gets to go up. And, and that was this kind of accidental greatness. And this is, these are the kinds of things that you'll find. But what will generate this accidental greatness is your willingness is going beyond your unwillingness to discover your willingness to discover what it is to live for you. What is living for you and how much does that cost? And if you didn't have to use the cost of it to eliminate the possibility of choosing it, but you could use the cost of it to inspire creation, what would that be like? Um, hi, Wesley. Hi, Hilda. Hi, Christelle. My, um, so you, I gave you a small example earlier of like the family I grew up in. Well, my mom basically raised us on Taco Bell. So we were raised off the dollar menu at Taco Bell in the U.S. And, you know, all of us, there's five of us, I'm the oldest, all of us had this, all of us did something different with that as a reality. You know, my, the brother right under me went on to become a very, very key player at Microsoft and he has lots of stock and he owns a couple of houses and, you know, he did something with that. My middle sister um, got a very stable job with a government contracting organization in the States. And, um, you know, my, my younger brother now works for T-Mobile and he did a stint as a writer and my youngest sister married a Christian and now she's a teacher and, and I'm this. Right? We all did something really different with that. Um, oh, what was my point with that? And so I don't remember what my point is. I've got a new point now. But so we all, so we all took this upbringing. We took this set of circumstances and we all, you know, created with it in our own ways. I tried so hard for like 38 years to be normal. And I just couldn't do it. And so then I started looking at, well, how do I be happy? If I can't be normal, how do I be happy? <laughs> and my quest for happiness led me here and to, to this. Um, but, you know, like, 
what keeps me going is not that my business is the best in the world or I don't even know. Like I, I get on the money. The money is not what keeps me going. It's the living I can have using the money. It's what I can create with the money. It's, it's getting that. It's getting that my choice to continue to create supports all these other people. It supports you guys. It supports the people on my team. It's, it's the things that my business in, enables me to have and be a part of that continues to inspire me. And when I look at the choice to have a greater business or more income or more revenue or how many people would I actually have to have in my classes for consciousness to be a dominant reality on this planet, that's when it gets really exciting. But it kind of starts with what do you want to have as your life? And everything that you'd like to have as your life, if you were going to really like mastermind your life, has a number attached to it. It takes money to live in this reality. It takes money. You know, this, I'm in a beautiful house. You guys have sort of seen it in all my videos lately in this month. Um, this, this house takes money to create, to, to, to be furnished like this. You know, it, it takes money to stay in it. It takes money to uh, have the car that's sitting outside. It takes money to have these clothes. It takes, your body requires money. And so are you limiting what your body can have as a reality based on money? And just what if you didn't? You may have to go on an exploration of what living would even be like for you. Because most of us have just spent most of our lives surviving. That's just reality. I survived. That, that was my thing. And you know, I still, I still, I still go around that tendency often. But more and more, you know, I'm more and more I'm being the question of what would it be like to be truly living here? If I were creating living for not just me, but everybody, what would that be like? If, you know, I, I continue to instill and add to my world the questions that are going to like um, invite me into a different space so that I can create as that, but also invite the universe to contribute to me differently. I'm gonna read this. There's a few things that I wanna comment about this incredible call, but what I'm gonna to have to say is this house is so beautiful. It is beautiful, yeah. Um, yeah, totally. So, I mean, you guys, like, this is the kind of stuff that can inspire you. And then you've gotta go look at, well, what would it take to actually have it? What would it take to have it? If you like a house barn, what would it take? Go researching, like go find, talk to real estate agents, go find out what it would take to actually buy one. What would it even cost? If you were going to buy one, like how could you renovate it? And what would that be like? Start making these things that you keep leaving as a fantasy, start making them into an actualizable reality. What's the value of leaving your dreams unrecognized and unactualized? What's the value of that? What if that didn't have to be the valuable thing anymore? Hi, Amit. Hi, Julia. What's the value of never having the way you'd truly like to live be the way you'd like to live? What's the value of never exploring other ways of living? What's the value of refusing to receive everything that's possible? Um, yeah. Business is the creation of living. And I, I started a new group that I'd love to invite you guys to. I'm so excited for it because it has so much future and now possibilities. This is, gonna, this is business coaching week, so I'm going to be live in there every day talking about something related to your businesses. So if you have a business, just search on Facebook, on entrepreneur, period, living. 
um, and you can come join us. But you know, when I looked at, I, this is a this is a business is an ongoing conversation for me. You guys know that I talk about it constantly because for me, business and living are like there's no there's no separation. Uh, I'm, I'm here with my friend Maxine for a good part of the month, and yesterday was a big, intense day of like instituting things and being on the computer and like getting things together and you know creating this new thing for you guys. And um, I was so in it. Hi, Jamie. Um, you know, she commented later. She's like, "Wow, that was an honor to watch that." She's like, "I've heard you talk about." Hi, Sandy. I've heard you talk about like being. Hi, Sophie. Um, I've heard you talk about being in the throes of creation, but I've never seen it. And she's like, that was amazing. She's like, you're so in. And I was like, yeah, that's, and uh, she's like, I can really see how you'd need food at the ready and, you know, like somebody else kind of taking care of these things. And I was like, yeah, because really when I'm functioning as me, it is this, I am in it. I'm in it, you know, and I'm not actually sure how that's related to what we're talking, but it, but that's my that's living that is a part of living for me. Creation of everything that I put out to you guys is a part of living for me, and if <laughs> I guess I just ask you to look at your world and like ask yourself, are you truly living? Hi. Are you truly living? Are you right now surviving what you've created? Are you, and if you are just surviving. You know, is your business thriving in the way that you'd like it to? And if it wasn't, if you were creating it, not from right and wrong, but really and truly creating it, and thank you, Wes, um, what could that be like? What would that be like? What would you change right away? What would you add? What would you institute? If you really would like, is your business currently running you, for example? I mean, sort of, you're owned by, when, we, when you have a business, you're owned by it. But that doesn't have to be a terrible thing. That can be like the most joyful thing. For me, it's a joyful thing. It's like, I, I live and breathe and eat and move the creation of the next thing. And for me, that's living. And it includes traveling and it includes beautiful places and beautiful food and beautiful people and beautiful clothes. And so it's like, okay, all of that's got dollar amounts and all of that can feed and nurture the creation of this business. Am I letting it be this unseparate, ongoing, organic thing or have somewhere I've separated it into, okay, I got to do business right and somewhere over here I've got to survive what I'm doing right and now I got to figure out, you know, have you chopped it up into its pieces? Are you letting it be the flow of living? And if not, what could you choose? For me, you know, my business, you know, growing to 500,000 in revenue, a million in revenue means that that many more people are playing in my classes, choosing more, changing their lives. Like that is thrilling beyond belief. So yes, universe, yes, I'm having that. What would I have to be or do to institute now to have that as a future? Hi, Shana. Um, Yeah, there, God, there's just there's just so much. There's, <laughs> which is why I started a group. Anyway, the group is here in the chat. West pinned it. Um, you can come join. It's free. It's going to be um, totally different energy to the awareness challenge. I have another amazing group called the awareness challenge, but this one is really going to focus more on conversations around business, and we will have guest speakers and free Facebook lives, and I'm sure challenges and all kinds of things. Right now, there's um, there's something you can download that you can go to crystaljoycrawford.com slash 40K, F-O-R-T-Y-K, and you can get a whole Google Doc of my process. When I'm looking at creating a big chunk of money for something, that's the process I go through, literally. Um, 
so I don't want to keep it secret. Like I, I give you the questions I ask, the things I look at, the process I go through. And if it's not 40K, what is it for you? It's the same process, no matter what the amount is. And then what else? Hi, Harris. What do you want to have as your life, as your living, as living? And anywhere you've made your business a separate component that you're trying to get right, man, destroy it and create that. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, fuck, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Go to theclearingstatement.com if you want to know what that is, if you're new. But um, business can be the creation of living. And it can all feed each other and nurture each other. And, and the universe can contribute to that. And the beings of light can contribute to that. And you're not alone. Like, it's this whole cool thing. So, anyway, I'm excited. I'm grateful. Um, come play with me in the group. Go, go check out that... Uh, I'm so grateful. Hi, Megan. Um, go check out that download if that's something that would contribute to you. And um, otherwise, I'll see you guys online. I'll see you on in my email. I'll see you in the group. And uh, what if your way of doing things is the gift? What if you are the gift? What would it take to expand you into the world and for money to be a massive part of what gets to make life fun? for all of us. So big kisses. I love you guys. I'll see you next week.